wake up, wake up, wake up. Gotta heat the vape up, let's get faded. Gotta call your job, tell them you won't make it. Ain't nobody here, baby, let's get wasted. We should just get naked. Okay, we are you be honest. Alright. What do you hear me eat? You see that? <laughs> just about to be like, what are you eating? <laughs> And I was about to say, I'm like, yo, can you hear me eating? <laughs> yes, ma'am, I can. I have an obsession with Colonel's popcorn. What flavor? If I tell you, you're going to just die of laughter. No, you know what you're going to say? You're going to be like, oh, gosh. What is it? Butter. <laughs> I knew your ass was going to say something <laughs> basic like that. I knew it. How did I know? Like, that's it? You go all the way to Curdles for butter popcorn, my nigga? Butter popcorn <laughs> is flying off the shelf at no frills, ma'am. What are you doing? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. Because I'm like, Janelle's mad picky. She likes, she likes plain food. Like, I'm thinking you're going to say maybe even a Chicago mix. You know what I mean? A salt and vinegar, something spicy, something original that you have to go to Colonel's for. Not, not movie popcorn at Colonel's. <laughs> you hear me? Like, I'm slow, like, I'm silently eating it. Because I'm just like, yo, she's going to ask me what I'm, what I'm eating. I'm going to have to tell her. She's going to be like, what flavor? And then I'm going to be like, butter. And you're going to make fun of me. So, <laughs> Yes, exactly. That played out exactly how you thought it was. Exactly. Well, like, okay, so now that makes me want to go and try Colonel's Butter Popcorn, which I have it's never done. actually good. I don't know what it is. And it was randomly, like one time I was shopping for, or doing buying, and the smell, like I actually heard like the pop, 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 pop passing by oh, the smell and, um, is hard to miss like the smell oh my is so God. hard to resist that's true that's true trust me and i was at eaton center and i just hear the pop 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 and i'm just like what's that <laughs> follow my nose <laughs> follow it yo so i went and i i seen it there and i'm just like okay i'm just feeling for butter popcorn like i don't know why i'm just feeling for it and i like chicago mix like don't get me wrong but I really love like actual Chicago mix. Like, have you I, yeah. been to Chicago? I have it, but my uncle, he whenever he goes to Chicago, he always comes back with Chicago mix. Because I was gonna say Chicago mix is the best in Chicago. Yo. It actually hits different. It, really it does. hits so different. I'm just like, yo, this is bomb. And I mean, I've I think I had Chicago mix from Colonel's before, but it's just not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. But here's my thing with Chicago mix, though. So this is my little popcorn quirk. Quirk. So I love Chicago mix, but I eat them separately. So mm, I, I yes, don't I yes. don't put like the caramel and cheese popcorn yeah. in my mouth at once. Likewise. I have to eat them separately. Yeah. No. So any anytime like people bring it to my house, they'll wonder like why is all the caramel dig out? Like why do I always why do I Trust only me. have cheese? I'm like that too. I'm like that too. Like it just it's just, <laughs> just different. It's just different. So yeah, I seen the butter and I'm just like, we just get this butter popcorn. I got, remember I got like a little small bag. 
because I was just going to carry it with me when in my car and eat it because you know in the mall you can't we really. can't even sit and eat anymore you yeah. can't even sit and eat it you can't even walk on the street well you can walk on the street outside but you can't even walk in a mall and eat like it's just yeah, trash. it's just stupid so I was driving back to the office and I'm like yo it literally takes me about 20 minutes to get to my office from Eaton Center and by the time I got to the office the small little bag was done and I'm like wow mm. i really like this so from the small bag i got the medium bag and yeah it's just been a wrap shout out to colonel's popcorn i'm not gonna lie yeah yo so, you can sponsor us yo right okay so here's here's my thing my favorite colonel's popcorn is not even truly available anymore um so what it was super kid no ew, no it was um okay it was called double butter oh that is no but hold on it's not it now they do the double butter mixed with caramel okay maybe at selected places they might still have authentic double butter but it's not everywhere at all but the thing about it is double butter was not butter it was like caramel it was like a light caramel it was like it felt like a cross between butter popcorn and caramel. So it wasn't as strong as typical caramel. It just had a different kind of flavor to it. Yo, I think that's still available, eh? No lie. I swear. I swear like it's now, available. Like now hmm. when I go to Colonel's, if I do pass by, I see it. I see mm-hmm. it mixed with caramel, though. Like it's like oh, double wow. butter mixed with caramel. So Fire. it's like that's that's the only way I've been able to get it lately. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, within the past like two years or something. But yeah, that one was my favorite. But the thing I have like this thing with popcorn where it tastes, it smells better than it tastes. Like for True. me, and True. I personally love. <laughs> I have to make. Every, I have. I always have to make. You know me. I'm like the the remix kitchen person because it's like i would take something real basic and i gotta make it extra juicy so when mm-hmm. i'm i prefer to make popcorn at home because mm-hmm. i'm definitely melting extra butter oh yes and, and it has to be like butter like stick of butter oh ver- yes margarine because yes. there's a difference yes and and then what i do and this is like such an old school thing that i saw my cousin do when i was a kid and i just never forgot it so i would slice up some like cheddar cheese like you know the brick cheese Whoa. and then and then i put it on a plate and then i melt it like in the microwave for like 30 seconds and then I, I almost use it like a cheese dip, like for my popcorn. What? <laughs> it's so good. Highly, highly like giving you very much clogged, clogged organs. Okay. And cholesterol. And cholesterol. <laughs> but like, it's so damn good. So that's I really how I like that. to eat. Yeah, because it's all my favorite things. Real butter and real cheese. <laughs> you know? Oh my god. No, if you want to get real bougie, you can get like a really nice cheese. Like yeah, like a good cheese. Like a right? good cheese. Yeah. And then put it oh okay, ideas. Yeah, yeah ideas. Yeah. Remix the popcorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways. <laughs> All of that popcorn deep dive. Mm-hmm. Um, hey everybody, welcome back uh to Behind the Stage Pod. This is your girl, Rory Roan. 
And episode. I'm, yep, go ahead. I'm Jinyoung, but I ain't telling you the episode. I'm done that. Oh, I'm on it. It's episode yeah, 32. You are. You are. Like at this point, it's engraved in my head. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I really have it written down on my notepad, like for real. Sure. <laughs> All right. Anyway, how was your week, week and a half? Um, week and a half is cool, you know. Um, what do you call it? Things are starting to wind down at work. Um, what you call it? My show that I've been doing buying on. Um, <clears throat> it was, I believe it's supposed to end. Well, the last filming date, I believe, was like next week. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, COVID shit <laughs> and so on. And certain people had to go into quarantine, which kind of had to push the show a little bit. So, yeah, that we don't know when it's supposed to end now, which kind of sucks. Mm. Yeah, but on the flip side, though, I'm actually going to be leaving the show. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you and I have had these conversations in terms of like, there's this guilt that I feel leaving the show, even though the show is, a, is pretty much done and my job is done overall as a buyer. Um, like my returns are pretty much completed. So it's just a matter of like getting little little things here and there but overall i'm not necessarily really needed and i still felt mad guilty to let my team know that i'm moving on to another gig so yeah the anxiety of letting my team know that situation i had to do it last week Mm -hmm. and it was rough it was very rough. It was very, very, very rough. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. I, there's this part of me that's just always like, well, you know, everybody's replaceable. And at the end of the day, if you weren't doing a good job, then they would let you go and then find somebody else. And it's just business. It's nothing personal. You think all of those things in your head, like that's, and it's just the nature of the game. But at the same time, too, I'm a new member in the union. I've been a permittee for many years, but in terms of getting membership, I just got it a few months ago. And this is like my first big buying job where I'm like a principal buyer. And I've built such great relationships, especially with my costume designer. So to just say, okay, guys, I'm out. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. You feel some, you feel awkward. Yeah. And then, and then this whole like COVID thing where half of the team had to be on quarantine and stuff like that. Like it sucks. It sucks that I, that I have to leave, but you know, I got to look out for myself too. And so on, like I'm on a roll here with getting my name out there. So yeah, it was a bit of a, it was a, it was a little tricky, but overall, like me, I mean, they're really understanding and they get it. They get it. So. Yeah. 
And, you know, like you said, we've talked about this because you did ask me, you know, about it and that sort of thing in terms of how to navigate that whole transition and letting them know. And totally at the very beginning, especially when it's your first full time, you know, all as a member, all those types of things, you do feel a bit of a like connection or obligation to the show and that sort of thing. But I've told you that you're going to get over that like soon, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Give it another couple shows and you'll learn that like, it really is the nature of the game and it's not personal. Like, like I said, like I've been on shows where the assistant designer who has a uh, much more responsibility than a buyer like was like "Mm, hey i know we're you know a month into the show but i got an opportunity to be a designer over here so i'm gonna go bye Hmm. and people we just have to pivot and deal with it like people know we had like my show we had um like just a costume assistant who was just doing you know the daily errands of the costume office you know getting the mail getting our lunches whatever it may be Mm-hmm. And he got an opportunity to go on another show, like right in the middle of us shooting. And and he was like, yo, I don't want to get lunches for another year. Like, you know? Yeah. And it was, it was, we had a little going away party. And it, it's like, he's in the same building, just on a different show. So every now and then he'll pop in. Hey, what's up? It's all good. It's love. Like, literally, it's that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I know it feels like odd at first. Um, because it's like a loyalty thing or whatever but people know that like it's just really the nature of the business you know true true yeah I never knew I had such a heart (laughs) (laughs) I never knew I was talking to my dad about it today too I'm just like my dad is just like yo you've just been so nice you're a nice person I'm just like yo don't get it twisted daddy I'm like, like, don't get it twisted. I don't know what it is right now. I'm just in this spirit of just being nice. Um, but um, in the spirit of being nice, um, I've, I remember I was talking to you um, in terms of just certain things that I've wanted to do um, in the spirit of giving, um, which is just blessing a few people um whether it be women that i know or just random women and presenting them with loot and um i don't know where this feeling came from well i actually do to be honest um last week or two um i was looking in my bag and um I came across a check that I forgot to um, to deposit. Mm-hmm. Um, before I got on the show, I was getting direct deposit. But then when our schedules changed from we were doing Monday to Friday, and then we went to Wednesday to Sunday, which kind of messed up our whole pay situation in terms of the whole direct deposit thing so instead we had to get checks and you already know as us as buyers we don't really pay for lunches like 
we're pretty much working around the clock. We don't pay for gas or anything. And we're not buying clothes. Like I'm not buying anything. I'm not doing anything. It's just pretty much in my house. And I just realized that there was this check that was in my bag. And it just made me think the fact that I didn't even need this check. Mm-hmm. Like, like a few months ago before this buying gig, I was literally scrounging for change at times. Mm-hmm. It was like there were times where I was on my last dollar looking for lunch money or like I had to ask my mom, yo, let me borrow like $50 until like so on and so on. Or like wait for that COVID check mm-hmm. to come in. Little things like that. And I mean, I wasn't really sad about it because like I said, we're not going out. Like we're not getting dressed up. It was all good for me. Like I didn't care. As long as I had gas and a little bit of money for lunch, I was good. So that check that I saw, I got a little teary eyed because I'm like, wow, like in a matter of months, my whole like my life just pretty much changed at a blink of an eye. So that made me start thinking about just, it's like God was just like, you know what? I want you to give back. I don't know how you're going to do it, but I feel like you need to just bless some people. And um, like, I remember I talked to you about it and so on. I didn't really want to do something on Instagram where it was like, oh, you know, I'm doing this. And if there's anybody that's interested in getting some money, message me. (laughs) Like, I didn't know even how to word it. Um, Mm -hmm. But I just wanted to do something nice. And um, you gave me some great feedback. And I was in my car. And um, I was like scrolling through Instagram. And I saw this woman that I knew. And um, just a really cool woman with her daughter. And um, just really out here doing her thing, never really like showing that she's having a hard time. Never. Just always has a smile on her face. And I just randomly just talked to her and I'm just like, yo, can I get your email? She was like, yeah, sure. So I said, she sent me her email and I sent her money. <laughs> and that's just how it was. I called up a friend of mine who, I would say she's more an acquaintance. And um, we were just talking, talking, talking a little bit for maybe about 10 minutes. And I'm just like, yo, what's your email? And she gave it to me and I just sent her money. I did it today. And it's just, it's just, I wasn't looking for any type of like, oh my God, Janelle, this is so nice. And, da, 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 da. and I wasn't looking for any type of gratification on Instagram or anything. It was just more of like, you're, you're doing an amazing job here. I know it's some hard times for you. Here you go. Do whatever you want with this. If you want to spend it on your children, if you want to spend it on yourself, if you want to pay it forward, cool. And that's just what I've been just feeling to do. And I'm just going to choose maybe three more women and yeah, just continue it. And I remember I was talking to my sister about it yesterday and she got teary eyed because my, you know, my, my sister's a lot like you, like you guys are like super mush and super like, <laughs> you guys cry for every little thing. Yes. So she's like, it's happy. 
beautiful. Oh my God. I'm like, Leanne, just calm down. It's just something I feel that I need to do. And yeah, it's just, it's just whatever. And my, and my sister was just like, you know, it's going to come back to you in health and so on. I'm like, yeah. And you know what, if it doesn't, cool. But you know, is this something God told me to do? Like, this is not, I've never done something like this before, other than maybe tithe when I'm at church, but to like randomly just email, like email transfer people, like, I don't do this. So, you know, it's just, it's just nice, just nice to do right now. So yeah, that's my my last two weeks. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, like, I feel like, I know, you know, I can obviously identify and relate with that um, call to give of always um, been a giver like that in, in a sense of just feeling like just listening to that thing that is that leads you to do that just and with the understanding that that is you know where your true blessings come from and mm. i think it's so important um you know the act of giving of course is beautiful it's important and all of that but before you get to the giving you have to acknowledge the act of obedience cuz mm-hmm. that is just as important you know what i mean the fact that you felt this thing in your spirit and you were like you know what i am gonna act on this you know and um yeah it's just like i totally feel you especially just knowing where you were not too long ago financially and now you're in a position where you're seeing overflow and stuff like that it's important Mm. to um it's important to to kind of acknowledge that and know like, yo, like, uh, you know, wow, this is really God. Like God really be taking us from zero to a hundred all the time. Right. So like, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yes. Yes. Um, But how was your, Oh, oh, keep going. Sorry. I didn't know you had more. (laughs) No, no. I was just saying like, um, obviously it's the holiday season and people Mm -hmm. typically get into like a giving thing, but it's like, it's like whenever your spirit leads you in that direction and you're able to do it, it's just like, just do it. You know what I mean? It doesn't even have, cause, cause when you were mentioning, you didn't know how to say it or how, what words to put towards it. You don't even need, you don't even need that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just like, once you because your sister's right like once you are obedient to whatever the spirit is telling you you're it's going to come back to you in your life Mm -hmm. through so many different ways you know what i mean true Um, but yeah girl that's that's what's up Mm -hmm. um so my (laughs) week and a half (laughs) and i'm laughing because i'm just like why you know you know it's just very interesting that um (sighs) the infamous Sharona Osborne, um, she acts like um, she knows everything. And um, wow. Yep, she acts like she knows everything and she always needs to know what going <sighs> And okay. um, yeah, care to tell the people um, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so, the last pod for those of you who listen regularly, shout out to y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was my birthday, I guess, mm-hmm. like I'm gearing up to my birthday. And I was like, mm-hmm. 
oh, you know, yeah, I'm probably just gonna stay low like I always do, you know, whatever. I wasn't even able to like book myself a little massage or spa thing because, you know, COVID, hating on a nigga. But, you know, so I was okay. I was like, all right, you know, I'm gonna just keep it low. Like literally thought I might just, you know, do a little photo shoot and I, cause I knew that was planned and then that would be it. Meanwhile, Danielle <laughs> and mad others, so you were just listening to me talk like, yeah, ain't no big plan. And you're just like, mm, no, you should do something like mad casual. Like, Behind the stage pod, pod, I cannot trust nobody, okay? <laughs> I have, that's what I learned on my birthday. So these niggas, my business partners, my friends, my family, my mom, my dad, threw a whole ass surprise party for me without me knowing a thing. Do you understand how like, like baffled and confused I was? Mm-hmm. I was like asking questions for days and nobody would tell me shit mm-hmm. when did y'all plan this what happened <laughs> where's the group chat like it was just <laughs> so i could and you know i pride myself on being the master of surprising people because mm-hmm. i love that you know but i also pride myself on always knowing the flex like mm-hmm. not too many things go over my head so the fact that i came home to see like <laughs> a mad shit it was like wait what like so long story short yes i knew so my business partner at chp joe you know told me from time hey i'm a put this uh, photo shoot together for you for your birthday. I know you want content for your page. I was mm-hmm. like, cool. I'm, I'm lit. Like, I love the photographer that I work with and the makeup artist. Let, let's get these shots and I'm going to call it a day. And I was totally fine mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that it was just a freaking decoy. Because <laughs> y'all niggas were talking. What time are you going to be at the crib? I come home and I see a whole ass DJ in my living room. (laughs) Balloons, you know, people jumping out, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, wow, all of, okay, so I really loved it. And I was so happy from beginning to end because it was literally all of my favorite things. Like, Mm -hmm. and like the menu, you know, that was a Sharona menu. Oh, yes. Mac and cheese, garlic bread, wings, crab legs, lobster, shrimp. Bitch, that's all me. That's all me. And I was like, yo, these people really know me. That's that's what I kept saying. And then they played a surprise uh, drillogram for me, (laughs) all my close people. And I remember when it first came out, you were like, yo, I'm gonna get you this for your birthday. And then (laughs) Bianca (laughs) said the same thing to me. Joe said the same thing. Like everyone knows that I love UK men, UK rap, drill, all of that. Like that's just my vibe. So when I saw a whole ass drillogram that was made, that had my friends in it with custom Roni masks, like the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. I was like, I wanted to know 
when when did that happen and nobody would tell me and i was <laughs> like yo what the hell and then okay. we had merch yes. like roni t-shirts roni bonnets like it was a whole situation and yeah. i was so thankful and then you text me you're like surprise bitch and i was like what the <laughs> hell and then you pulled up two seconds later and i was like okay like really what else and i was just honestly like my heart was so filled and i just could not stop smiling because it was literally i feel like i've been profiled it's like what does sharona like she likes to mm-hmm. she likes great food she likes old school reggae she loves to be with like her close niggas you know what i mean mm-hmm. she likes to be comfortable so she gonna be in her house she gonna be wearing comfortable clothes you know what i mean she likes yep. photo shoots like all the things <laughs> And I was like, wow, like I can honestly say like from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much to you and to everybody else who participated, took part, wanted to be there, couldn't be there, whatever the case may be. And I really like felt like the love, like I really Mm -hmm. felt the love. No, it was hilarious. So (laughs) did they they tell you, did anybody tell you when that drillogram was done? Did anybody tell you yet? Um, they told me it was done on a Monday and it was mad cold. Yes. And mad people got parking tickets. <laughs> yes. So that drillogram was done on the day that we were recording our last pod. Oh, yes. <laughs> right. Because I kept asking. I was like saying to Joe, where was I? And mm-hmm. like, I, why was, why did so much time go by that? Like, I wasn't in communication with anybody. And yes. it's because we were doing the pod. Exactly. Wow. So like they were like, I'm watch, I'm listen, I'm um, reading the group text, uh-huh. and I'm seeing them talk about like, <laughs> oh, where are you guys gonna park? Oh, we're gonna park here. We're gonna park here, and I'm dying of laughter the whole. So we're time. recording the pod, and you're in the group chat. Yeah, just wow. literally reading everything that's happening with the parking. Wow. <laughs> Well, shout out to everybody. I, I, I really hope everyone fought them damn tickets. The devil is a liar. I <laughs> no, I think they did, though. I think everyone yeah. said they were fighting the ticket because it was yeah. like a $100 ticket. I was like, and my girl Bianca was like, yo, I, I love you, but this become an expensive. <laughs> this is an expensive surprise. Trust me. I was like, $100. I'm like, where exactly did you guys park? Right? Not even $30? Like, <laughs> I would have took the $30 L. Oh, my gosh. Honestly. But... Yeah. yeah, it was it was dope. And then Joe was just like, yo, you know, we kind of had to add you last because we felt you would spill the beans. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> I'm like, first of all, I will let you know that I planned something for Sharona a few years ago. Yes. And she didn't you, know shit. That's a fact. That's a fact. You need to pull out your receipts because <laughs> you have done this before. It is true. I feel like I can count on one hand how many times I've truly been surprised. And, mm-hmm. and the time that you did it for me was definitely one of them. I left my mom at home, came downtown and saw my mom sitting for dinner i was like what how where when (laughs) 
but yes thank you so much and even just to everybody that like showed me love on instagram and like Mm -hmm. you know how people say and oh i want to thank you and and um yo it's so crazy so janelle like got herself an amazon prime account yes okay and ordered a a actor's book for Mm -hmm. your girl so get you friends that's so into your craft okay i mean i really love those types of gifts like and because that's those are the types of gifts that I want to give to people too like what are you into what are your interests what do I what do I think could push you forward in what you're doing so Mm -hmm. I really really appreciate that and then when I saw the book I realized that I have had that book on my need to get list for at least three years Mm-hmm. Like I literally have a picture of the cover. So I I recently looked in my never ending to do list for acting and it was there. And I was like, oh shit, look at God just putting it at yep. my doorstep, literally. So <laughs> <laughs> shout out to you for that. Yeah, no, real talk. I was just like, yo, what kind I'm like, Sharona, does she like to read? Yeah, I think she <laughs> likes to read. I think she likes to read. Cause what else is there to do? Because at first I told you I was gonna get you a facial. But then mm-hmm. it closed. Right. And then I asked Troy. And then she was like, he was like, yo, get that book. I'm like, Troy, if she has this book, you and I are going to fight. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, no. Get the book. Get the book. I'm like, okay. And I set <laughs> yeah. up my little Amazon account. And yes. I searched. <laughs> I read reviews. Okay. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, okay, this is the book. And I'm just like, all right. I think it was a paperback one, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. even know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, this one here. And yeah, came yeah. to your doorstep like everything. Like yeah, it, it, it was, was dope. it was dope, so dope. Um, but what I did want to say before I move on from the birthday thing is that you know how. So I'm in this whole okay. So this is another part of like what I've discovered recently. In in experiencing a new birthday, it's like I I do appreciate the fact that I did celebrate this one particularly this year. You know because. It's not like a milestone birthday it, to the world necessarily in terms of age. But at the end of the day, every year that we make it is a milestone, especially with the type of year that we've had, mm-hmm. you know, and I and and so this birthday really did hit different. Like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like I, you know, people be like people will ask you like. So you just turned, how, you know, how you feel. You just had a birthday and people, and it's like, how do you expect me to feel? Like, I feel exactly the same. Like I was just, you know, whatever. But I can honestly say that I feel like I've been gearing up to, um, I like to refer to it as like Roni Mm 2.0. And to me, it just means like a mindset change and I'm just in a different headspace, like in general. And um, I'm just kind of challenging myself in this phase of my life to master myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm really on this tip. And that means multiple things to me. Um, you know, mastering my mind, mastering my time management, mastering my body. You know what I mean? Mastering my skill set. Um, learning new skills, you know, um, I'm going to be exploring new, um, just things that have always been of interest to me and I've never put any time or interest into them, but now I'm just like, "Mm, why not? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, 
just random things. Like I, I mentioned to some friends that like every, everyone knows when it comes to music, like I really love the saxophone and I'm like obsessed with the saxophone. I thought I, you're going to be like, yo, am I going to, you're going to start singing. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> no girl. No, no. Singing is reserved for the shower. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I am on a journey to learning how to read music nice. and um, how to play the saxophone. So nice. I'm really excited about this. It's just like literally a personal journey for myself. And just because it's something that I love and admire. And mm-hmm. I feel the same way about like learning how to pole dance. Like there's just random yes. things that I love and admire. And I'm like, why not? We got one life. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that's just where I'm at. And I encourage anybody to do the same. If you love to cook, if you want to bake pies, if you, you know what I mean? You want to train your body to run a, a, a marathon, whatever it is, you know what I mean? And I'm learning for myself that it all starts in the mind. It starts with a mindset, you know? Fact. So it's like, yeah, that's just where I'm at right now. And I feel like, I feel like this year in particular, 2020 has pushed me um, more in that direction of like really like getting shit done for real, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I'm really excited about this. No, I was, um, was two things. Number one, in terms of the pole dancing thing, I'm going to actually um, send you um, this girl that I know. She used to live in Toronto, but now she moved back to Sweden. Mm-hmm. My, uh, my boy, Dukes, introduced me to her a few, like about two years ago, I believe, or a year ago, we were at an event that he, he invited me to an event that she was putting on. She used to, um, she used to live in Sweden, and she had this um, this event called Art and Soul, where she would um, have different up-and-coming artists um, showcase their talents on a stage, um, whether it be singing, rapping, and so on. And um, there would be like the art piece where she would have like live painting being done. And it was a huge success in Sweden that she came back to Toronto and did it here. Mm-hmm. But um, she just wasn't really feeling the Toronto vibe, especially around COVID. So she moved back to Sweden. But what I found really interesting about her is that she is an amazing pole dancer. Mm-hmm. Like, sick pole dancer. I forgot her name. and uh, Yeah, she's going to kill me. But um, yeah, I'm going to... Um, send you like her page so you can see her stuff like she's so sick and she's been she was doing pole dancing in toronto for a while and she's so good at it so sick on it and that's what i'm waiting for i'm waiting for like these are the things that like i'm waiting for the world to open up again trust me in that sense of like i want to go to classes no and like it's don't take classes because why not yeah yeah. And then secondly, when you're talking about music, did I ever tell you that I used to play the xylophone? <laughs> no. <laughs> so in elementary school. Wow. 
Uh-huh. In, in grade five, there was this teacher that was new to my school. Like I was like his first class at um, my elementary school. His name was Mr. McKinley. Mm-hmm. I actually had a huge crush on Mr. McKinley. Mm-hmm. Like Mr. McKinley, I actually saw him like... I think it was two years ago, my elementary school was closing down and they were having like some like some type of reunion. So me and my sister went and um, Mr. McKinley was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Mr. McKinley was like this white, tall guy. And I had like the biggest crush on him. Why did I steal my dad's cologne? <laughs> in grade five sharona what is wrong with you (laughs) and i gave it to mr mckinley no you didn't i swear to god i gave it to mr mckinley wait was it used or was it in the package still it was used (laughs) i stole it from my dad's you know what is wrong with you like why why did you think that was okay Oh my god, I cannot. I and cannot. the joke is, is when I see Mr. McKinley at the reunion, he was just like, Janielle, I will never forget when you stole your dad's oh <laughs> cologne. And I had to call your father oh my gosh. and be like, yo, oh I have god. your cologne. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So, wait, what? how old were you at the reunion? I Well, this was two years ago. Oh shit! The reunion. The, you were grown at the reunion. Yeah, I was grown at Ria two years ago. Oh so my Mr. McKinley is reminding me about this, and I'm like, "Yo, what was I on? What were you on?" But you want to know something? I totally get it because I remember. So one of my, I take her as an aunt because I've known her my whole life, and she's one of my mom's friends. Um, but she has been married or she was dating at the time, but she's been with her husband since I was literally a child, like a baby. Like Mm -hmm. I've only ever known them together and they're, you know, they have a beautiful family. Their kids are in just starting college now and whatever. But when I was like five, six, seven, I swore he was my man. (laughs) Like to the point where he had to bring me on a date. Like, and I felt wicked. Like he, yo, Janelle, we went to McDonald's. I got to order, back back then, McDonald's had the pizza. Then he brought me to the flea market and bought me a ring. Bitch, I had a whole ring, okay? It was real gold too, but you know at the flea market, it was probably like 50 bucks. Plus it was a kid size. (laughs) Let me tell you how nobody could talk to me. And he got got me a teddy bear. And and it was just like, ha ha ha. But it was really like in my mind, it was like, yo, that was bae. And yes. then one year when I was probably like eight or nine at another family function, he's there. So the whole time, you know, I'm thinking our love is going strong. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, oh you know, like God. always like being shy when he comes around or whatever. <laughs> and then my mom decides to bring out baby pictures. And there's one where I'm naked. Like, oh, just no, baby pictures. I was embarrassed. Fam. I started to ball and I hit upstairs. <laughs> And now when I, so now, like I said, they come to, you know, they, 
them as a couple, you know, my aunt and her husband, they come to my, my CHP shows now, like they are active in support. <laughs> and like, I, we just laugh about that. Cause it's just like, wow, I would like, do, did I always like older men? Like what was, what was I like, on? Like, what was that? Was that a foreshadowing for something? Trust me, like, what were we on? But how, what, what did your on? dad? What did your dad say when when the man told him that he? Had well, it? my dad was vexed because I'm like, my dad was just like, yo, why did you steal my cologne? Because my oh dad my is gosh. huge when it comes on to cologne, and I believe it was a brand called Jacar. Dr- uh-huh. Yeah, it was Jacar, and I took the cologne <laughs> and put it in my bag and gave it to Mr. McKinley. Oh my god. This was my gift. But the whole thing with Mr. McKenley, Mr. McKenley, I think, yes. So because he went to um he went to a he was at a different school before and then came to my school, he came up with this cool idea um to teach us the xylophone. Mm-hmm. And we were like, what? Like, what the hell's a xylophone? And he brought one out. And he's just like, yeah, I'm going to teach the class on how to play it. So we all had our own xylophone mm-hmm. and we would bring it home and practice. We'd play Mary Had a Little Lamb. Okay. Trust me. And then Christmas concert came. Sister, sister vibes. Okay. Oh, I mean, s- sister, act, sister act two. <laughs> We're ready. And then Christmas concert came. And then I remember I had my xylophone and I had a case. Mm-hmm. And then I remember I was walking up the stairs to the stage and the curtains were closed. And, you know, you can hear all the audience. And like, they're cheering? Yes, they're cheering. And I'm just like, yeah, feel alive. Yep. I'm going to go and, and play my xylophone, have a holly jolly Christmas. And I was right up oh in front, Regin. And I had my little xylophone and played that. And my mom was there. Yo. Nobody can tell me anything. You know your mom was cheering mad loud. Oh, absolutely. Because she was just like, nope, my daughter is playing the xylophone. Not your little piano. No, the xylophone. <laughs> Big things. Oh my gosh. I love yeah. it. I yeah. love it. I, I was though. very, I don't know how I passed um, grade seven or eight music class. It was a whole finesse because I, see, I've always, I've always had ambition <laughs> For a, like, an instrument, like a, I don't don't even know what they're called exactly, but the category of instrument, like trumpet and Mm -hmm. saxophone, whatever. Um, So I played the trumpet because I was like, (laughs) oh, wow, this looks cool. I want to do this. Yep. Bish, don't ask me if I, I never learned how to u- read music. I don't even know how I passed, like, the little solo friggin' exams. <laughs> I would, like, I don't know what I did to pass that. She probably just felt sorry for me. She's like, here, go ahead. Maybe. So I was never, like, musically inclined that way, but I always loved it. And it was yeah. just, it's just that, like, whenever I listen to music now or watch live concerts in particular and that sax hits i'm like mm, it's just so like yep. distinctive and sexy and grown and like i i just i love to see people in their art form just excelling in their art form i think we talked about this before like maybe like even particularly men mm-hmm. like when a man is like really good at something yes. it's like a turn on because it shows me that you've put time and effort into becoming good at this thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Whether it be rap, 
singing, poetry, being a musician, being a writer, being a, a visual artist, whatever it is. Like, I'm, I love that. I love to see whatever somebody has done that they had to put time and effort into, you know? Remember Beyonce had a group and it was like an all-female band. And she had a girl that I, I, mean, I believe she was playing a girl with really poofy hair mm-hmm. in um, Irreplaceable. And that same girl was on tour with her and she played the guitar. And I think she actually had somebody play um, the saxophone or something like that. Like I remember Beyonce having a band like that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. But anyways, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you watched a show Undoing? The Undoing? No. Oh, child. Well, okay, obviously we can't talk about it because you haven't watched it, but I know you've seen everybody and their mom everybody. talking about it. All the everybody. podcasts we listen to. I, all I'm going to say is as an artist, as an actor, as a writer, I was very pleased with this show. Like it take, it's a, it's a limited series, six episodes. Um, and it just takes you on a whole ass journey of emotions and that's what I heard questioning everything and everyone in the room but so the writing is great but aside from the writing like you know Nicole Kidman who's the lead um one of the leads like she's an OG in the game you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so as I'm watching her just through the gaze of a actor I'm looking and I'm just looking at all the like beautiful nuances that she does like when you went like she acts a lot with her eyes mm-hmm. and that's like one of the skills as an actor that you really want to like learn and and you know excel in like the ability to tell the story before you even say anything so every time she was worried every time she w- was you know curious every time she had suspicion every time she was hurt it's like I saw it in her eyes first you know Mm -hmm. and I just really admired that like it was so nice to just see these like big Hollywood actors who are who do big box movies and stuff like that like do a tv series and this is not her first one but it's like man like it was just so it was so good but yeah no, I've heard a lot about it. And I feel like I feel like I wanna let the hype die down. You always how, say that. Yeah. yeah. I wanna let the hype die down and yeah. then watch it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 What I've been into is girlfriends. I just finished girlfriends. Like I think no, I finished girlfriends last week and I realized mm. that I love girlfriends. Like I'm obsessed with it. Even the seasons, I think it was season six, seven, and eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's only eight season or nine season. I don't remember. But the last few seasons, I felt like it was going to co- it was it wasn't really going in the it wasn't funny, but there were little funny parts in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I appreciated it regardless. Like I was just into it the whole time. And I and I started to feel like these women weren't acting anymore. Right. Like right. it just felt real. And that's when I knew like this is a good show. Yeah. This is such a good show. But I tried to get back into Moesha and first episode, I watched maybe 15 minutes of it. And I'm like, yeah, I can't. Yeah. It's just not, not hitting me the same way. 
Yeah. And, and that speaks to a show aging well or not aging well, right? It's just like music. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. So I, I have yet to get back into, um, into girlfriends yet. Like I, but I, mm-hmm. I am looking forward to, um, to watching it as an adult. Yeah. It's yeah. good. It's good. It's just like me and the Fresh Prince. Like I can watch the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh yeah, every day. Like one hundred percent. I can watch those episodes all the time because it's just funny. Yeah, it's so funny to me. But speaking of that, you watched the reunion. Yes, I did. What are your thoughts? Um, I thought it was very well produced. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously Will and his team and his production team were all over that. What I love about mm-hmm. Will is um like he has his ear to the street or his team has his ear to their ear to the street. So when it comes to incorporating like certain edits and things that are, you know, things that we see today on social media and stuff like that, TikTok, Instagram, whatever, like he's all over that. Mm-hmm. So it made for an easy watch. Um, my favorite part was watching the, um, I mean, I had a lot of favorite parts, but a standout yeah. part for me was watching the audition tapes oh my of God, the artists. So like that was so awesome to me to watch Hillary, yeah. to watch Carlton, because I mean, when Carlton had said, you know, man, like I got this part and I wore a tracksuit to the audition to play mm-hmm. this, this preppy ass guy. And, you know, again, just as an actor, somebody who goes through the audition process so much, it's like, it just hit for me because I was just like, man, like those casting directors saw the potential in these kids who were auditioning and and they saw like what they could be like, forget about what their aesthetic looked like at the time. They knew that they can make them look however they wanted to look, but they, they knew that they would be able to bring the essence of these characters to life, you know? And it's just like, that's what I really loved. And I loved when they highlighted um, the fact that it was a fashion show you know, mm-hmm. you're getting the exclusive outfits and the Jordan ones before they come out and the this and the that. And people tuned in to watch what the latest trends would be. And every character had their freedom, like fashion wise, you know. I would have love- loved to be a buyer on that show. Right? You, oh you, know, you have so God. much damn fun. So much Ooh. fun because everyone has their distinct style. Right? Oh, I would have loved it. It looks so, it was just yeah. so good. One of my favorite parts, honestly, was the whole part um, where Will knew everybody's lines. Yes. And he yes. was like <laughs> mouthing. Yep. Like, I think for the first episode, mouthing somebody's lines. I was done. I'm like, this is gold. Gold. I love it. Love it. Yes, love it. Love that it. Was, love that it, love was it. such a innocence, you know? Because yeah. it's like, yo, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, and and you know what I loved about the 90s or just hearing 
it's like, yes, people are, you know, blowing up off of social media today and it's working and it's, and it's wonderful. And you can, you know, sit at your desk and make connects all over the world. And, you know, we have that ease because we have that access right now. But what I loved about business things and deals and how things were done back in the day, it it was just kind of like, like when he talked about the, when he talked about like, how the whole he was at Quincy Jones's like house party or whatever and it was Mm -hmm. literally just like yo bruh the people who are gonna green light this are in the next room like I need you to be ready right now and just give me a little and I don't care that you haven't acted a day in your life uh, that you haven't acted a day in your life like we want you to be the face of this thing and like what's up you ready like and it, it just happened like it just happened like it just seemed like you know, you could just link with, like, when you hear all the, like, how it started stories, I know you you like to watch those, like, beginning yes. days stories of artists and stuff like that. I love those stories, too, because it's just like, mm. yo, I was really just working at Walmart, and then, you know, he said, can you sing for me? And I sang, and next thing you know, I'm in TLC. Exactly. Like, you know, like it's <laughs> like that. Like, you know, like, I, I feel like people just took more chances mm-hmm. um, with people, and you and didn't make people necessarily, like, jump through a thousand loops it's like if you showed up and did it that's what you did facts facts. and that's that's how you were judged now it's like so many different factors oh you're an actor okay but how many you know instagram followers do you have oh my like what does that have to do with my ability sir you know what i mean but but that's the world that we're in today but yeah yeah i loved it and ashley talking about how that was like her first kiss and how she was like how um, Carlton, Will, and um, Hillary were around the corner watching. And they were like, oh, the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> While she was be- well, that scene was being filmed. I love it. Like, oh. And then the James Avery oh, tribute God, had in me in tears. Because, like, when they, when, um, like they were showing it on the TV and then when it ended and all you hear is everybody like sniffling. I'm like, Oh Mm. yeah. So good. So good. Uncle Phil was really everybody's uncle. Yeah. And he's so intelligent and so much into the arts. Like he was unbelievable. Incredible. Yeah. But obviously there was tea with Mm -hmm. this whole reunion with the beautiful Janet Hubert. Mm -hmm. What I didn't realize is that old Aunt Viv and new Aunt Viv never met. That's what I found really interesting. Like when new Aunt Viv was like, yeah, I never met her before in my life. I found that so wild. Yeah, yeah. And what I also found wild was that... It, like during that reunion time when she came out, it was like nobody had seen her in years. Like, and it just speaks to if you really don't check for somebody, you many many years can really go by, and you really just mm-hmm. don't check for them. Like, yep. it's a thirty year reunion. Yeah, like that blew my mind too. Yeah, but I was listening to a podcast. They were saying. When Janet Hubert came out and hugged everybody, Carlton wasn't there. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And, and it, it was one of those things where like you didn't notice until you actually thought about it. Yeah. When you hear people saying it. And apparently they have like he's still hurt about certain things. And I'm mm-hmm. like, hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. But even the, like you already know how I feel about Will Smith. Like I, I have my I respect his craft. I respect his he's a visionary. I find him super talented. But there's something about Will Smith that I just can't put my finger on. And it, there's just a little bit, maybe a, a little bit of a pompous mm-hmm. arrogance to him. And when him and Janet were speaking, I felt that she was definitely very sincere in terms of how she was feeling. I feel there was times where she's maybe took accountability. Mm-hmm. Sorry, took accountability and um, explained why she acted the way she did. And she was just really vulnerable that time and expressed her feelings. And I was looking at Will's face and I don't know if maybe like it's the actor thing in him where he just has to almost look like just kind of stare. It just didn't seem warm to me. Like there's just something about it just seemed a little cold. Yeah, I'm sure I agree. That he feels, I'm sure he feels good at the fact of, okay, this is happening and so on. But I feel like he could have took, taken more accountability for what took place. Yeah, I, I agree. I do also, and I love Will Smith to death as an artist. Um, I feel like he has mastered the craft of acting. And um, so I really admire him in that in that way. Um but I did get that sense too, that it's hard for, it, it seemed like, like literally, and I know we talked about this before, like as she was speaking and just pouring her heart out and just, and just, you know, saying, yo, dude, like, you don't understand what you did to me, what your words and actions did to me just out of your pride. It just seemed like it was so hard for the words, I'm sorry to come out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. It's like, every moment there was an opening for him to just slip an I'm sorry in there, it didn't come until the very end. And he kind of gave like a, well, you know, I'm sorry, which I'm obviously sure that he's apologized in private, but it's like, you brought her here to do this. You know what I mean? And the look that he has on his face when he's kind of being called out, I, I know this look because I've seen it on like the red table talk when mm-hmm. like his daughter, mm-hmm. his wife would kind of call him out on his shit. Like, mm-hmm. like, yo, like you thought everything was, you know, daisies and peaches, but really I was miserable. I didn't even want to get married to you. You forced my hand. Da-da-da-da. Like mm-hmm. whatever it is. And he kind of just has this look on his face that is like a classic Will Smith sort of deer in a headlight sort of, let yep. me strategize the best way to respond right now because my mm-hmm. ego is being hit. And mm-hmm. that's the look that he had on his face when he was talking to her at times. And I was just like, mm, this man needs a little bit more humility for me. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah. But He's one of those actors where I can't take him out of a role 
Like I can't, I can't take him out of acting. Not a, yeah, out of acting. Mm. So you feel I like he's always why. performing. I feel like he's always performing. Interesting. I feel like his whole demeanor and everything is just so squeaky clean for me, mm. and I feel like all the facade. Like I'm I. I appreciate Will Smith. He's a visionary. I think he's super talented. But there is something about Will Smith that just gives me cold vibes mm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel you. It's just, it's just wild. And I feel like that's probably why his two children rebel. <laughs> right. <laughs> because they are as real, real as it comes. Like they just do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They're very fluid in every sense of the word. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm here for it. I like Absolutely. it. Absolutely. 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 Like yeah. A lot of TV. A lot of TV. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. What a time. <laughs> <laughs> what a time. Well, that was the hour-long intro. <laughs> I'm here for it, though. <laughs> I'm here for it. Most definitely. All good. A lot happens in um in a week and a half. It's so funny. Like, so how was your week? No, not how was your week and a half? Not quite two weeks. Yes. Yes. Like how a lot happens though between each pod, guys. For real though, a lot happens. So I want to get into a little bit of my life, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's no surprise Janelle is an online dater. It's it's there. I'm pretty much on every single free dating site now. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. every single free one. Yeah, I recently got back on Bumble. Mm-hmm. I took Bumble a break. is the one that um, like it's for business as well. Yeah, like they, a few years ago, they decided to do like, you can do business on Bumble or you can find like a best friend on Bumble or like a friend on Bumble and you can date on Bumble. Like it's weird. I don't understand it, but you choose the category that you want. So obviously I chose a dating category because heck, I have a lot of friends. I'm good. I don't need to find another friend on Bumble. Like, no, I'm good. So, um, so I've been meeting like online, like virtually different men on there. And, um, so far I like it. I do like Bumble. I find like there's a lot of men that I haven't seen before that are not necessarily on the other sites because I find that I'm seeing the same men. Like every time I take a break from like POF or Tinder, and then I go back a month, um, few months later or even a year later, I'm still seeing the same men. Maybe those men are thinking the same thing about me. I don't know. But mm. <laughs> I know for me, that's pretty much what I'm seeing. So I just need something different. So I started chatting with this guy on there on Sunday. Yeah, on Sunday. Cool guy. Um, all the right attributes, everything, everything that I like, yada, 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 blah, blah, mm-hmm. blase, blase. Mm-hmm. On his page, 
it states that he's looking for a relationship. Mm-hmm. And when it comes on to those sites, they ask you questions about yourself to put on your profile. It says, are you looking for a relationship? Are you looking for something casual? Are you looking to um, meet somebody and get married? These are the questions they are asking. Anytime I see casual, whether it be a guy that um, is interested in me, I don't even swipe his way. Like, I don't. I don't. Mm. I actually paid for, so with Bumble, you can see if you pay for um, a section, I think there's like this, this subscription where you can see who swiped your way. If you don't pay for it, then you don't know until mm-hmm. you actually swipe their way and then they know it's a match. So I paid for the subscription where I can see who swiped. It just, it just, I don't, I'm not, I'm at the point right now where I just don't, I don't want the mystery. I just yeah. want to know. <laughs> We're all okay. I get that. I get that. Yeah. I just want to know who swiped my way so I can be like, okay, absolutely not. Nope, 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 nope. So homeboy has relationship. So I'm like, cool. Let me swipe. And we communicated. And we've been talking, yada, yada, yada. Chemistry, all of that jazz. It's there. We even like had like a little meetup, um, COVID friendly. We went to the East and had like drinks, yada, yada, yada. And had a really good time. Talked about relationship stuff, what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, I'd say a few days later, I wanted to get into more in depth in terms of what it is that he was actually looking for. Because when he was telling me, I felt like I was doing more of the talking in terms of what I was looking for. And he was kind of very vague. And when I was like, I was driving to work and something just dawned on me. Like, I don't think I got a clear description in terms of like what he's looking for. So let me just ask him. I'm just like, Hey, So, I mean, we're feeling each other and so on. And, you know, I'm a straight shooter. Like, I don't want to waste your time. You don't want to waste mine. So I'm just going to say this. I'm like, just out of curiosity, like, why are you on here? Like, what exactly are you looking for? Good for you for asking that. Oh, yeah. Like, again, I'm not trying to, I'm not wasting time here. Like, I'm not in a rush to be in a relationship. No, but you're investing time. You're not spending time at this point. Exactly. So homeboy sends me a message back and he's this like oh you know i know you're a straight shooter and sorry and um you know i'm thinking i want something a little casual now because of my workload and things are going to get a little crazy in the next few weeks for me so i think casual would be best at this moment Yo, Sharona, I was driving when I saw that text. I literally went, drove right into a parking lot and parked my car and read the text again. Yo, dude, time out before you continue your story. I thought I was the only one who does that. 
when something needs my immediate attention, oh, you better believe I am pulling up and parking to answer mm-hmm. and reread. <laughs> we'll reread. Yep. Okay. Continue. Yeah. So I pulled up right at Bayview Village and I'm like, okay, I need to read this again. Mm-hmm. So I seen it and I'm like, oh, this nigga got me fucked up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So I quickly called him, like called him, Mm -hmm. called him. And he's just like, yo, can I call you back? And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause we need to talk like immediately. Mm -hmm. So he calls me back within like 15, 20 minutes. And I'm like, yo, you good? And he's like, yeah. And I'm just like, okay. So I'm like, here's the thing. I'm like, I'm a little confused in terms of what you're looking for because on your profile it says that you're looking for a relationship now all of a sudden you said that you're looking for something casual when we were together on a date we were there drinking having fun yada 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 and all of a sudden now you want something casual i'm like listen you need to let me know where your head is at i've been on this road before I'm not trying to go on it again. I'm not a mind reader. I'm not here to try to kind of figure out, well, maybe he says this and maybe it's this. No, absolutely not. No, no. I'm like, you're a grown ass man. We're not reading minds today. You are a grown ass man. You need to tell me what's up. And he's just like, yeah, you know, I appreciate that and so on. So he's just like, what I'm saying is, is that I'd like to like get to know somebody and see where it goes. I'm like, listen, you did not say that in the text. You said you're looking for something casual. And he's just like, yeah, you know, like my work schedule and I'm studying for this and da 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 da. I'm like, that's all well and good. But here's the thing. If you feel that you can't handle something right now, you shouldn't be online. Or (laughs) change. Get your ass offline. (laughs) Trust me, real talk. Or change your status. Because it's deceitful. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's super deceitful. I'm like, and it's really confusing. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not about that at all. He was just like, well, you know, it's like we have a connection and I really like you. I'm like, oh, that's all well and good. I'm like, that's all well and good. But until you figure out what you need to figure out, we ain't doing this. Like, we're, we're just not. We're what, just what's the not. connection? Like, when when they would say we have a connection like it's more of like a vibe it's more like a vibe like you know when you meet somebody and you we just click like the the chemistry is there okay and so on so that's more what he means And, and you know what when we when we met up it's there like the conversation flew we were like we are like physically attracted to one another like, all of that, like the googly eyes, all of that stuff is there. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's, it's, he's a good looking guy. I'm a good looking girl. It works. But this little confusion thing, that's not going to fly. And I don't yeah. care how good looking you are. I don't care how many degrees you got. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Like, no, 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 no. I've been down this road before. We're not doing this again. So. Right. He's just like, yeah. He's like, so I guess I have a lot to think about. I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, you got a lot to think about, homeboy. Like, a lot. Like, I vibe with you. We're cool. We're straight. But 
we ain't going to go any further until you kind of figure that out. Like, I ain't trying to pay no dollar house. Damn right. <laughs> Damn right. Absolutely not. So it's like, ladies, I mean, well, more or less, I'm speaking to the gentlemen and even some ladies. Be very direct in terms of what you want. When you're online and if you want something casual, you say you want something casual. Because I told homeboy, I'm just like, I'd rather tell somebody tell me I'm looking for something casual and let me decide what I want to yeah. do. Yeah. Give but me don't say, choice. yeah, but don't say you're looking for a relationship online and then all of a sudden now you're, you, 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 you like the chemistry and everything. You like having me around and blah, blah, blah. But you're just like, mm, but work's going to get a little crazy. Fuck that. because here's the reality of that it's like you know everyone makes time for what they want to make time for we're all busy like we're all busy (laughs) what do you mean exactly Exactly. and that's what i told them that's what i told them like people make time for what they want and he was just like that's true he's like that's true i'm just like yeah and if you can't handle a relationship and you don't want a relationship maybe you want to just work and get that going. Maybe you want to get your rocks off with somebody. You can, but put that on your profile because there's tons of women that are, are just one hundred percent. And and in this day and age, and I can only imagine, like in the online world, like it serves no one to like front about what your true motive is. Like yeah. if you're just looking for a little casual, little you know, person to like kick it with, have sex, go on a few dates from time to time, just say that. Don't say like, that. Just say it. Don't say that. One dude message, like, one dude swipe my way. Good looking guy. Dark skin. Good height. Good job. And when I saw that he swiped my way, I went on his profile and it said casual. And I accidentally swiped his way. Mm-hmm. So when I realized that I swiped his way and it said casual, I messaged him because on Bumble, when we connect, mm-hmm. the woman has to send the first message. Really? Oh, yeah. I guess that's because they don't want like men stalkers or something. Who knows? But the woman sends the first message. I and what then the man. About. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. So when you swipe, when you guys match, the woman has 24 hours to send the message so when she sends the message to him he has 24 hours to respond and if he doesn't respond then you can extend the amount of time that he has to respond so with homeboy um the one that i said that swiped my way like i said i accidentally swiped him and i just sent him a message i'm like hey i'm like um, what you call it? I saw that you swiped and so on. I'm like, yeah, you're good looking and all, but I seen that you want something casual. I'm not really looking for that right now. And he was just like, okay, cool. No problem. Fair enough. Beautiful. And I'm just like, you have a good day. And I unmatched and kept it moving. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it is. Like, And I rate that. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah, man. It's just, it's so, I'm not saying it's deceitful, but it's just like, 
I feel like a lot of men on here just they want their cake and eat it too. Like it's just oh, absolutely. Like they like the whole look of a possible relationship, but they don't want the title and they don't want to put in the work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so frustrating. And then you have stalkers, and that's another conversation. That's another conversation. <laughs> But yeah, that's my story there. <laughs> um, so kind of on that, like as far as that, you know, um, do you, okay. So I don't know if you saw Nikki O's page you know, she's always posting these funny memes and just various things throughout the day. But there was a, a post that stood out to me. It was like some dude or whatever. I guess he was, it was basically the image of like a jar of money, mm-hmm. like $20 bills or something like, but a stack of them. And mm-hmm. he was like, um, the note on the jar said like, you know, every time you have sex with me, you know, I'm going to put $20 in this, in this jar. Like it was a note to his wife. Yes. And it was just like, every time you have sex with me, I'm going to put $20 in this jar. So your Christmas gift depends on you. <laughs> right. Wow. And I thought like, I thought it was funny because I was like, yo, men are hilarious. He basically <laughs> like, like, you know, cause it's like, all right, does she want the new like, pot and pan set or does she want the Birkin like sure he's gonna have to put in the work like you know and it was just like funny I assume that it's just like a cute little joke between yeah them as as husband and wife or people who are in that is cute but then it got me thinking I was like yo like sex really like runs the world mm-hmm. and sometimes I wonder to myself like why like not to say what, like, obviously I know sex feels good. Right. And it's like Mm -hmm. just human nature, whatever, whatever. But like the first sole purpose of sex was to, you know, procreate, have, you know, the maintain the population, grow the population, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, you know, God designed us for it to feel good, pleasurable, mm-hmm. or, you know, all those types of things. And I was having a conversation with Tasia, and I was just like, yo, if sex didn't feel good, we'd probably not have people, like not have kids, not have, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if there wasn't that pleasure aspect to it, right? Even though childbirth um, hurts so bad and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I, it just got me thinking like, man, like almost every decision that is made in life, in relationships, in business, in music, in media, in whatever it is, it's like, it all surrounds sex, you know? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it it just got me thinking, I guess what I'm, I don't even know what my point is, but I'm just saying like, because I, I personally am in this mode of like, just kind of really analyzing my own mind and my own thought process and really like challenging myself in that way. It's Mm -hmm. like, and I know that everything starts in the mind. I'm like, wow, like you can really change your mindset about something Mm -hmm. and then you won't be 
like a slave to it anymore you know what i mean mm. like and it's just but it's hard it's hard as fuck especially mm-hmm. when you know what i mean just so many different worldly t- like um things are happening around you and your body is telling you one thing and your mind is telling you another thing and all the things that happen but i was just like wow like sex is so powerful like it makes it makes people gain money lose money yep you know lose a relationship gain a relationship like lose himself lose himself <laughs> you know it's a it's a transactional thing it, it's it's currency to some people you know what i mean it's just so interesting and then it's also it gets very dark like the like mm-hmm. the the things that the you know the the things and the dark side of sex and just like the the perverse things that happen and and it's all like for pleasure like oh, like for like bodily pleasure I don't even know what I'm getting at it's just so interesting to me you know like because what I, I start to think about like mind like mind control like because mm-hmm. like I said everything starts in your mind like you know and and your body just responds to it afterwards but it's like I think there's actually a show on Netflix about this, to be honest. Oh, yeah? I forgot what it's called, and I've been meaning to watch it. But I know I have to be in the right frame of mind (laughs) to actually watch it. But I I know it's on Netflix. When I find it, I'll send it to you. But, yeah, sex definitely runs the world no matter what and it's it's not necessarily all like a penetration thing it's just more of like appearance like Mm. just like how a woman looks Mm -hmm. um how a man looks and so on even Mm -hmm. just like look at even on social media like and you and i've had these conversations before um even when i would post something where I'm showing like a little bit of skin and so on because I'm very comfortable with my body. I always have like, I take nude photos, well, semi-nude. Well, I'm pretty much naked, but I don't show (laughs) much and everything. It's tasteful and so on. I show something like that or I show a little bit of skin and whatever, seductive. The views, the likes are to the roof. Mm Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I post something that is more like about, I don't know, work Mm -hmm. or like an event that I would like somebody to come to or people to come to, maybe 15 likes, 20 likes Mm -hmm. and so on. I'm just like... Yeah. And you've said this before. Yeah. And I've said it, I've said it like many times. I'm just like, why is it like that? Like, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Yeah. Like, we're so infatuated with just how everybody just... It's like it. eye candy. Like, we all want, like, eye candy, I guess. Like, and just yeah. the, the, those stimulants that, like, yeah. just stimulate Dopamine. <laughs> yeah, the dopamine is real, for sure. Um, So, for you, like, do you, like are you would you say you're more okay like when you're with a dude whatever you guys you know are together have your vibe or you know whatever it is are you more into like like what what reigns supreme is it the 
is it the sex like when we're just talking about like physical physical like Mm -hmm. is it the sex like the actual feel of the sex or is it like intimacy like intimacy all the Mm -hmm. way so yeah me too me too like it's like I feel like intimacy and chemistry like if I if I feel you on that level then Mm -hmm. it's like because let's be real like the the chemistry that leads to the intimacy intimacy could last for hours and hours and hours Mm -hmm. sex doesn't last that long like you know what I mean but it's kind of like once the intimacy is like established in that like well oiled up sort of way it's like the sex becomes like so much more explosive right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I've gotten my rocks off (laughs) from Mm -hmm. some from um from somebody where we didn't actually have penetration like it was just a very like i've got i've had that happen to me twice where it's just the chemistry and the feeling was just so intense that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we both just got (laughs) we just got the job done yeah there was no like intercourse that happened yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it is possible. But if yeah, if there is no chemistry. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm literally looking at the time or faking the situation <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, so um yeah. I'll see you later. Thanks. And I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you has there ever been a situation where it's like Yo, I don't have intimacy with this dude, but like, he do that thing that I like, so we just gonna do that and I'm gonna be out. Like, is it always, does it always have to be this like, romance me situation? Um, yeah. Yeah. It has. It has to be. It has to be. If it's not, yeah, if I'm not connected to you, like, mentally, mm-hmm. then you serve no purpose. Mm. It's sad. <laughs> mm. And there's times where I've had instant chemistry with somebody. And, I mean, we had no ties. Like, there was no, like, we're not boyfriend, girlfriend. We just, we have that connection. And whenever we get together, it's good. It's great. And then we kind of do our thing we go our separate ways but um yeah I personally can't get with somebody if I can't have if we're not connected mentally I've tried and it doesn't work for me yeah yeah same yeah Mm -hmm. and I'm just I feel like when I was younger like because I didn't even know, like, I was having this conversation, too. Like, I feel like women, as we get into our 30s, 40s, 50s, we become even more in tune with our bodies and our sexuality and and all of that kind of stuff. And I feel like when I was younger, it's like, I didn't know myself well enough. Like, I didn't know my body well enough to... It's like when somebody says, like, 
you know, when women, you know, I, I remember hearing this on like Sex in the City when I was a kid and stuff like that. It's like, yo, have you ever like taken a mirror and just looked at yourself? Like, look, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and and just really analyze to see what it looks like, see what is what's going on down there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and for so many women, that kind of thing is so awkward and like, oh my God, why? You know what I mean? Where it's like, you know, when you're younger, but it's like, so when I was younger, I didn't, I don't think I understood like what intimacy was, you know, mm-hmm. it was kind of like, Oh my God, he fine at the very most. Maybe he's a good kisser. And maybe I thought that was like high level intimacy. I don't know, but it's just like, it's just, uh, yeah, just an interesting, interesting observation. Yeah. And even with the whole idea of getting comfortable with yourself, like, I, I think I remember that Sex and City um, episode where it's just like, yeah, you're just, I, I think I saw it there and I saw it somewhere else too, where it's just like, I forget what sitcom where the woman was just like, yeah, you know, I take a look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, I'm fully naked. And I just look at myself in the mirror and be like, damn, like, <laughs> right. I look good. I look real really good and mm-hmm. i do that pretty much every morning <laughs> like mm-hmm. i got i got th- four mirrors right by right by my um where my um my closet is like yeah as soon as i come out the shower boom it's there so i'm constantly checking yeah. out myself yeah, and so- then and then as we're getting older we gotta check ourselves often Absolutely. Just like not even just because we want to look hot and whatever, but because of medical reasons too. Because like we got to be comfortable feeling on our boobs. And yeah, so checking, sure. checking our absolutely. Yeah, checking ourselves there and looking at like not on our front <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and seeing like mm, okay, like this was diff- this is different. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm super definitely. comfortable. Yeah, me too. And and I, I love it. I love to, like you said, my whole house is mirrors, my whole room. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? The whole thing. So it's really hard to like avoid, <laughs> you know, anything like that. But it's just, um, it's important. It's important. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the more like conscious women are of their bodies, the more we can just be conscious of like how our bodies, how we accept our bodies to be treated like how you know and and also how we tell men to treat our bodies yes. or even show them how to treat our bodies like mm. well, boy if you're not doing that right we're not wasting this time i'm gonna tell you what to do and we're gonna take it from there <laughs> facts agreed 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 were you gonna say something <laughs> you're like we both did that right <laughs> um so no go ahead go ahead no i was gonna go off topic but you were gonna were you were gonna go to speak um, on the topic? um yeah so i just okay. have a, a random question mm-hmm. um it's pertaining to this world of relationships still but um and as you're doing that i'm literally looking at my my the bumble and like saying nope 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 i hear nope, your nails nope. picking 
swiping okay i hear it (laughs) i just find it so interesting that some of these and again i'm not trying to sound conceited i'm not trying to sound like i'm hot shit i mean i am but you know okay (laughs) but there are certain men that have swiped my way and i really wonder like do you honestly think that we are compatible Mm-mm. and it's not even like i think i'm hotter than you type thing it's not even about that it's not even about that like some rocker looking dudes are attracted to me on here like rockers it, like white guys yeah yes and it's not even about like white like white guys because i mean white guys have always been attracted to me i live in markham mm-hmm. it's like italian italian asian city so it's it's nothing like there is some fine ass white men. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not even the issue. The issue is is that some rocker looking men with mohawks and like these leather jackets and spikes. Mm. <laughs> and so would you ever talk to a guy like that? Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely oh. not. And there's they swipe the way and I'm like, what? Even on POF, they'll send me a message. It's, 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 it's mind blowing. Like, I just really wonder like, what are how? They yeah, what are they thinking? But what but if you- they are just trying to shoot their shot because they've never had, you know, a, a black queen <laughs> and they've always wanted. That could be it. Honestly, it could, but I'm just like, why? <laughs> you, you know, like, just like an actual question. Why? What made you come here? And I'm, one of these days, I'm going to ask. <laughs> one of the, I'm going to ask them. And I'm just going to be like upfront and just be like, you know, no disrespect. I just want to know what made you attracted to me. Right. And so I, just so I know. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. Just so I can get into their mind. But anyways, your question. <laughs> Do you, um, so say you're dating somebody and you, I know like neither of us are really of the style to like post guys or like let the world know who we're dating or who we're, whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like whether that be your thing or not, but like, do you consider the feelings of like your ex ting when you have a new ting? Like in terms of like, even if it's an IG story or even if you're just on road or like there's mutual friends, like, do you think like, oh my gosh, like if the old person like sees me out to dinner or whatever, they're going to be in their feelings. Like, do you ever consider that? Girl, bye. <laughs> I'm just asking. I don't either, but I know like people, people do like, like (laughs) I remember. So one of my friends like showed me this TikTok and it was like, it was like just a funny thing where it was like the side dude and like the mind of a side dude. And he was Mm -hmm. just like, yo, like, yo, can you just stop posting, like, you and your nigga? Like, remember, I love you just like he love you. Like, <laughs> stop playing with me. 
And I thought that shit was hilarious because I was just like, yo, it really do be that way sometimes. Oh, and absolutely. it's just like, yo, like, I get it. Ha ha. Happy family. But like, calm down. Like men, men feel that way. They might not ever mm-hmm. say it. Women feel that way, too. Oh, absolutely. Situation. Absolutely. But they're absolutely. not going to say it, you know, but it's just it was just funny to me because I was yeah. like, yo, life is life is like that. I mean, yeah, like I don't really feel ways when I'm out on road with somebody and maybe because I haven't really been in a lot of long-term relationships, I feel mm-hmm. like if there, if that was the case, then maybe I'd kind of feel a way. Um, there's one particular dude that um, I may feel a slight way if he would see me out with somebody. Um mm. And it's somebody that, I mean, you and I have spoken about him multiple times. Um, I'm kind of like pretty much over that feeling of him now. Mm-hmm. And it was not easy because I just realized that we, were, we would never be in a relationship. Like, mm. it, he's just not he's just not into that. And that's totally fine. But I had to put it in my mind, like, Danielle... This is not going to happen. So you need to stop doing what you're doing with him and just cut all ties. Mm -hmm. And you can be his friend and whatever, but whenever he'll message you on Instagram, you keep it cute. You're not rude, but you're just going to keep it moving because he is not where you want him to be. Right. But like if he would see me, with somebody yeah it would kind of like feel a little way but i mean at the end of the day that was that was his chance right you know yeah yeah and i mean i've seen guys that and i think we've spoken about this before on the pod where it's like i've seen a guy that i had relations with in the past like way in the past in like my mid-20s we didn't work out because it just wasn't our time and now that individual is either in a full-blown relationship or married children and whatever and when I've seen it I've kind of like not really felt ways well yeah you feel ways you're like okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this kind of stings a bit yeah yeah (laughs) But then you just move on from it. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's it does. And then and then you got to kind of do that thing, you know, or it's genuine, but it's it's an adjustment to where you have mm-hmm. to just remind yourself that like, yo, you know, that that's not for me. You know, mm-hmm. if, if it's not if it's not something that I have now it's not for me right now like period. facts facts you know agreed agreed yeah mm-hmm. what do you what do you feel about do you still take pictures of your food you know what that question i'm gonna answer it for you yes you do you take pictures of your own food <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> like like whenever you're out or whatever and i mean you haven't really gone out in a while however we are going out next week to diana's oh yes and 
Yes. Shout out to Tisha, the homie. Her and I, we have these little oyster dates. Mm-hmm. We always want to invite you, but you know you're not about the oyster life. So I'm not dedicated you, like y'all. Absolutely. You're not dedicated. Not. I'm like, but here's the thing. Just invite me to a place that has more than just oysters. Because yes. I'm gonna need something warm in my system. After I Diana. eat about after I eat about three to four oysters, I'm good. Yes. And that's where Diana comes into play. So Tisha, like we haven't had a, an oyster date since maybe since like July, yeah, maybe since summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since July. So a few days ago, she's just like, Tisha would just literally text me. She's like, I'm feeling for oysters. Not even hi, Janelle. Nope. It's like, no. I want oysters. <laughs> the girl knows what she wants. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> like, all right, Tisha, where do you want to go? Because obviously lockdown, what's yep. around? She was just like, oh, we can go to Diana's. I already booked a reservation. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> I'll see you there. Let's go. And I've never been to Diana's before. Tisha's told me about Diana's. But for some reason, I just felt Diana's was going to be some like dingy hole in the wall. I don't know why. So I've never been inclined to go. Mm. So we went yesterday and like it was in Markham so we went in and it was just beautiful inside like you've it has this like under the sea type vibe without the cheesy decorations like there's no decorations in there Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just like the wooden walls and they have like this blue lighting so it makes you feel like in like a it gives you like a cruise vibe. Mm. So yeah, we sat down in there. It doesn't have like a raw fishy smell. It's just right. And both of us had 20 oysters. <laughs> Lord. Mm-hmm. 20 oysters to ourselves. It was one of like the best oysters I've ever had in my life. And they were huge and they weren't like super salty and they weren't like super fresh. It was perfect. Then they have food, like actual food too. Mm-hmm. So I had steak. The food looked bomb. Yo, scallops, Bridget, like those scallops were huge, mm-hmm. huge. So I had like a surf and turf. My medium steak was done to perfection. Like, you know, sometimes when you've like, have you ever gotten like, a, like how do you like your steak done? I like my steak medium. Okay, so... I've had medium steak before at a few places and my belly ran the whole time. Like it's, <laughs> I had to like pop an acidophilus pill to settle my stomach. <laughs> this place, medium was done perfectly. No belly run, nothing. The jumbo shrimp, the scallops, the broccoli, they had mixed vegetables and I was just like, mm, I don't really know about mixed vegetables because she was telling me it was going to be carrots and zucchini. And I'm just like, yo, I'm not trying to see no baby carrots on my plate. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. Nope. These carrots were like, it was like a carrot stick and it was thinly sliced and it was like grilled. So good. Tisha had like a pasta. It was seafood pasta amazing and they had these amazing lychee martinis is it lychee or lychee lychee 
lychee lychee martinis the lychees were huge the martini i'm not a martini girl mm-hmm. and i had two of those two mm-hmm. I came are they home. stingy with the liquor or are they like good oh no girl not at all i came home at a good time because we our reservations were at 7 30 we came home at around 9 30 i was done i knocked out and woke up for work like i was done that food put me to bed mm-hmm. so good so yeah we're going next week because the food is bomb but anyways I, her and I took photos. Like we were just like, okay, let's like, let's be Instagram foodies and like take photos of the food. And like you said, the food looked bomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you saw the photo, it looked bomb. But what I've been seeing recently is many people on Instagram showing food and it doesn't look bomb. <laughs> like their food doesn't look like Mm-hmm. It doesn't look pleasing. Appetizing. Like, it doesn't look good. Like, I've seen food where it's like, like, there's a way on taking Instagram food photos. Like, you can't, you can't already start eating and then take a photo. Like, oh, no. Who does that? Who does that? And your food just has <laughs> to look, your food just has to look good. Like, and also... If you're going to have a wine glass there, like, make sure there's not huge watermarks on the wine glass. Like, I don't know. I'm just... Yeah, no, I totally agree. It needs to look good. You know, like... It has to look like people would want to eat or drink it. Exactly. Like, That's the whole how... idea is to make people feel like, mm, I want that. Where is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real, real talk. That's why people post on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. That is, so yeah, like I totally feel the same way. And if I feel inclined to post my food or like whatever, then I'll do that. Obviously when I'm cooking, you know, I'll do that or whatever. But I'm like, ever since I was young, my mom has always instilled in me that like presentation is everything when it comes to like food and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like when we go to eat we observe everything we look at the plating we look at you know the cutlery like all of those things you know so it's like that's what I would keep in mind if I was taking a picture of my food like when I see people I see so many things and obviously I'm a foodie so I'm always looking at food videos and stuff like that and I'm just like yo like your plates are like mix match or your food looks like somebody already ate it or and yeah. I'm just like why like no one is like why are you doing that no it just looks unkept like I'm not eating that no like why are you it just doesn't look good I don't know yeah this is what happens this is what happens when there's a lockdown and you can't do much now you start observing food other people i'm just like why why does your food look like that why does that look uncooked why does your salad look so like welty like (laughs) lettuce looks so welty like it's not crisp oh my god it's not crisp romaine lettuce <laughs> it's true but um let's take a break mm-hmm. 
and we will be right back. Okay. Oh shoot, I have to do an off figure tip. Okay, we are back. Mm-hmm. 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 Did I tell you I joined Clubhouse? I told you, right? Yes, um, you did. And now I, it's like I'm seeing a lot of other people, like, because I'll get the notification. Yeah. Sharona has joined Clubhouse. This person I, has joined Clubhouse. I don't have anything to say about it at this very second, except mm-hmm. for um, it's very, like, I haven't taken the time to, like, really go into any rooms like for more than 30 seconds but right off the top it's very overwhelming (laughs) like it it actually kind of irritates me off top yes um just to hear all these random voices speaking and just i don't know it's just i'm i'm gonna give it a fair chance and obviously i'm only there for business purposes like like yourself um just trying to sift out the the garbage from like the good potential things that could be there but my first impression was like yo this is mad annoying yeah um but and and then I also see the like people who follow me and I was like it's all the people that I know from Instagram so Mm -hmm. like how how quote-unquote exclusive is this but anyway that's all I'm gonna say on that but no I feel you it's um I'm when I first joined, I felt it was a little overwhelming. Then it became annoying. It's still annoying to me. Um, I don't find it funny. I don't find it like, I just find that, you know what? I'm not going to say anything. Let me not. (laughs) (laughs) You you don't want to offend. And at the same time too, you don't want to be like that that person that is like anti anything that's hype you know what I mean so it is great for networking like people have said um I'm like yourself I'm only on it to network for business purposes but I I'm cool with just Instagram Mm -hmm. honestly what I do want to get into though is Twitter because I find that I hear a lot of people speak about Twitter. I keep feeling that Twitter is something that's going down and it's still very prominent. Yes, so it is. I'm, I'm interested in getting back into the Twitter universe mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just seeing more of that than Clubhouse personally. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, and it's okay. all. I mean, it's it's essentially all the same communities in that sense. Like, yeah, the Twitter people kind of come over to each, and they just kind of. I, I, it's like I used to really like Twitter when I was first on it years and years ago, and then it's like obviously Instagram kind of just made things more sensational because now you can see pictures and whatever. But people. Twitter's still thriving. Like people love Twitter, like just to kind of have these more deep dive conversations on, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it to be more um, deep divey than Instagram. Agreed. Agreed. Totally. Before we get into um, 
dry cleaning the spilled tea with a very interesting topic. You know who I really can't stand? Larsa Pippen. I'm tired of hearing about <laughs> Larsa Pippen. Where I'm did she pop of- up from, though? <laughs> like, how is she just debout all over the place now? Where? How? So and why? Sick of hearing about Larsa Pippen. I'm so sick. What's she doing now? About this girl. She just broke up some NBA player's relationship. She's there holding hands with an NBA player that is not Scotty, um, holding hands with this person. Then she sends a, a message on Instagram or something like that stating that, oh, don't believe the hype and so on and so on and saying that the person that she was holding hands with, it's nothing, it's just her friend. I just read something something stating that that man that she was holding hands with, his wife just filed for divorce because of Larsa Pippen. Lord God. So I'm, how like uh, so is she separated from Scotty Pippen or they, I have no idea. Because she's still using his name. So how are they they must be separated because they she she be. in these streets. But, like, she still has the man's last name. So that's the yeah. confusing part for me. And you see, like, I look at Scotty, and I, from watching the MJ documentary, Scotty looks like a bit of a pushover, and that yeah. bugs me. Yeah. Like, he looks like he just takes second takes, fiddle or even yeah. third fiddle to everybody. And that really bugs me. Yeah. A man that big should not be... <laughs> Yeah, should not make no woman like this woman make him t- take him for joke. Like, yeah. are you dumb? Take him feed. Yeah, it's true. Are, are you dumb? And she like, do you know who really I am? Out here in these streets, and this is the thing we, we hear it on like all the other podcasts too. But why do these celebrity men and women? It just seems like they rotate each other. Yeah. Like everybody in LA or, you know, Atlanta or whatever, it just seems like everybody just kind of dates the same person. Yeah. I don't understand that. Because she apparently, she said that she introduced Tristan Thompson to Chloe because her and Tristan Thompson were were a thing. And then they must have had like a one, two, one, two and... Then she introduced him, them together. I'm just like, ill. No Ill. comment. Ill. Ill. Absolutely and now no Kardashians dash her away and she's trying to hold on to for dear life with some media shit. I just can't stand her. Ugh. Mm. Gross. How old is she? Isn't she grown? That's another thing. Yeah. These women are grown, you know. Yeah. It, it's like... I In Fashion Nova outfits. <laughs> I, just, I just expect more. From grown women, but that's always where I'm highly mistaken. Yes, but anyways, um, so unless many people have been living under a rock, um, most people are connected to their social medias right now, especially with this whole, is it major hype or maja hype? Major. Okay, because I've heard people say maja too. But anyway, I think they're trying to be bougie. Yeah. But anyways, Meja Hype has got himself into some serious hot water where his, um, his ex-girl, 
was it his wife at one time? I'm really not sure. Yes. They were married. Yeah. But um, his ex-girlfriend has come out um, stating that she has been abused by him mm-hmm. and um, has put out two videos, one saying that she's not being silenced anymore and um, explaining everything that she has gone through. And then the next video came out stating that um, he put out a sex tape as revenge. And that is where the dirty laundry all came out. Like she was not holding anything back. And you know, it's really, really upsetting because it's like you see these men that have such a following and um, like a lot of these people put these celebrities on pedestals, feel like they are God, that they won't, that they don't, they just would never do anything crazy. And <sighs> he's publicly showed this woman on his page multiple times. Like I remember when they, when they were together, then when they broke up and how he was explaining um, the situation on why they broke up. This was like a year ago or so on. And um, he just looked so down and out. He was in his room and people were asking him what happened. And, you know, he, she was just like, he was just like, you know, she just wanted to leave and so on and so on and blase, blase. And then she went back to him a few months later and then this and it's just like Mm. it's just so disgusting it is so disgusting and now homeboy wants to pull out scriptures Mm -hmm. (laughs) because he knows he's in hot water like don't run to god when you did your dirty dirty work like you're disgusting it's just so sad i feel so many things with this story obviously you know you know like some of my experience and it's definitely like triggering to even just see this and Mm -hmm. it just bothers me so much of how common it is for black women to protect their abuser for so long this is what Mm -hmm. we saw with meg too Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. just like getting pushed to the limit of having to say something, you know, and a a lot of black men um, take advantage and exploit the fact that black women often, you know, hold that thing of like being a ride or die, proving myself as, you know, I'm not no fake bitch. And that will pretty much be the thing that protects their abuser time and time again. And it's just like, when I see this, when I hear the things that this woman is describing, I'm just like narcissist, narcissistic behavior mm-hmm. all the way. Like, it's just so mm-hmm. obvious to me now, um, again, because of my own experience. And it's just so sad and hurtful to hear her say, like, people would, when she started to reach out to people in her circle, they would be like, well, what did you do? What did you do for him to box you down? What did you, like, you know what I mean? Like, what? Like, how dare you? And then when she said, like, 
he was like he would go to the extreme to play victim like start to cut himself and you know Mm. claim he's suicidal and it's like imagine and she said it and it's like i was almost in tears like she's like yo imagine like having fresh bruises on your body and then being pretty much forced to like have sex with your abuser the same night or to like hold him in his arm in your arms you know with your sore fresh bruises because now he's talking about Mm. he's sorry and he's gonna kill himself if you don't if you leave him and all this type of shit and just like the level of manipulation and here's the thing this guy is a public figure you know Mm -hmm. he's known he's loved he is he's admired he's he's talented all these things but it's just like yo you cannot swear for people like at all you you can't because you don't know what people are doing behind closed doors and it's like the fact that his immediate rebuttal to her coming out was to expose her old sex tape like on some revenge porn shit it's like really that's how you know he feels nothing because it's like that was your first move to expose her sex tape like what do you what and she said she's like yo because i called it too i was like yo he's probably gonna do a public apology because that's what celebrities do and try Mm -hmm. to like you know save face and but nah he doubled down he doubled down and that really speaks to a mindset, you know what I mean? Like something is mm-hmm. off, like like something is off, you know? And, and just to hear this woman talking like, yo, I'm not going to make you break me. I'm not going to be silent yep. no more. I got a son. I got family, you know, people that love me. Like I'm, I'm going through my healing process. And it's just so heartbreaking you know Hmm. and and really we all i don't think anyone watching is is um confident that and i was having this conversation today that that he's just going to automatically be canceled or Mm -hmm. that he's going to have to you know pay some repercussions for this like we can't say that confidently because we've seen it in recent days where you know, you got a Tory Lanez on road, go, go, no remorse, drop it albums. This is that like cashing out off of the scandal, you mm. know, um, whereas, you know, other black men, you know, when, you know, uh, you know, uh, the R. Kelly's or the uh, Bill Cosby's like, you know, it was canceled immediate. Of course, people still rate and lo- love them, you know, on the low, low or whatever it may be, but it was a louder and more immediate cancel, it feels like. Um, yeah. Whereas now it's just, and that wasn't so long ago, whereas now it's just like, yeah, but he's still funny, haha, <laughs> but we, you know, he's still, you know, you're going to have a slew of people who are still about the shit, and you're going to have a slew of women who will still deal with either of these men and not even bat an eye. There are women who would say this girl is stupid for saying something because she was living in a big house and he was a celebrity and she had access yep. and she had, you know, this and this and that. It's like, it's so sad so sad yeah i was um watching a live today and um tricks the comedian was putting it on and tricks is 
good friends with Meja. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he was um, just touching on the situation and how he was feeling because many people have messaged him and DM'd him and wanted his point of view. And Trix is a very direct person. I've known him for years. Um, he's very diplomatic and he doesn't really stand for, for shit. Um, he's mm-hmm. explained that he himself has gone through um, some allegations in the past. Mm-hmm. And um, he was having different women come on the live and express how they're feeling. And he brought one particular woman in that is also close with Meja to the point where like Trix was joking around saying, yo, like you're always around him. Like every time I would see him, I'd see you and I'd be like, yo, why is this girl around him so much? And whatever, whatever. And she was just like, yeah, you know, that's like my brother. Da-da-da-da-da. And people were getting at Trix in the comments because Trix was just like, you know, I, I just want to hear his side of the story. Like, that's all I want to do. Like, he was just like, I'm not saying I don't believe her because I truly believe this woman. I hear it in her voice. I can see her demeanor. Why, why would she make up something like this? Like, giving all the facts on why he believes her. But he was just like, I also want to hear from my friend what his thought process is. Like, like why he did this mm-hmm. or what are mm-hmm. the next steps so i know how to handle our friendship and he's like you know if my friend came to me and is just like you know i did this i did this and i want help he's just like i'm not going to turn my back on my friend but at the same time if he's not taking accountability then I know where I stand. And, you know, he had mixed reviews in the comments because mm-hmm. it's just like, well, you should just cancel him and whatever, whatever. And, and Trix was just like, yeah, you know, but I don't really believe in cancel, in cancel culture. If a guy is trying to, if he's trying to change, then why am I going to cancel him? Mm-hmm. And, it, and I mean, and it's true. I, I get it because at the end of the day, this hu- this cancel culture is, it's so prominent this year. It's like people fuck up, especially if you fuck up once. That's it. Yeah. Like totally, totally different situation. But look at Chrisette Michelle. Yeah. Like Chrisette Michelle. He never it, got to really bounce back, huh? She's so talented. Mm-hmm. She can sing her ass off. And that girl took one opportunity to go sing at the inauguration. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but here's the drama. Steve Harvey also went somewhere where Trump was. He maybe got backlash for about a month or so. And everybody still is rolling with Steve Harvey. Of course. But Chrisette Michelle can't even come back out with an album. Mm. It's sick. Like she talks about 
she, I think there was a moment in time where she was actually pregnant and she had a miscarriage and so on because of all this scrutiny that she was getting. Like it was, it's just a lot. So like, I look at this situation and like, I'm just totally disgusted by just, I, what it comes on to domestic violence. Yeah. I have no time for that. No tolerance at all. Like, Literally none at and all. No tolerance. No tolerance whatsoever. If a man even raises his voice at me, I see red. So Facts. I'm just not Facts. about that life. If I know a guy that ever did that to a woman and this guy is my brethren and like close brethren, I don't care about the help he gets. You and I ain't friends anymore. That's just it. That's just yeah. me. Mm-hmm. But everybody is different and i mean i don't wrong tricks feeling the way he does but for me that ain't flying (laughs) nah you you, you do it once even if you do it once i'm I'm looking at you sideways and i don't even know i can come from that and and here's the thing i think also too like where i'm at too in my life like I think where we, we where we are in general is just like if my friend is if my friend who I call my friend is doing something that is like completely suspect to me, it's like and I'm parring with this person and I'm around them, like I'm calling your ass out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, like I'm gonna say something. I have to. Yeah. Like that's just me, like you know. Yeah, yeah. Something as serious as this, y'all. And then your rebuttal is to send a sex tape? Like, come on now. Like, really? Mm. Like, how lame are we? Like, are we in the early 2000s? Like, let's be real, nigga. Like, are we in the early 2000s? Like, who cares about a sex tape when there's OnlyFans? Like, nobody cares. (laughs) Nobody cares. But you go on Instagram, you can see ass and titties and like people legit no one cares no one cares try again literally no one cares please Ugh, disgusted so disgusted Uh, yeah well we will see i mean it's very it's it's the early stages of this uh whole situation so like everybody else you know we will see what happens and i just pray for a girlfriend and you know her family and her her mm-hmm. son and you know i just pray that she does not like think that like you know like he has to really do some real healing of his own mm-hmm. and it's not gonna just happen with one apology on instagram or whatever the case may be so i really hope that like she takes the time she needs you know facts Facts. Just, oof. It is what it is. It is what it is. Off figure tip. (laughs) Yeah. What you got for us? Um, well, short and simple. My first off figure tip is really to support small businesses, Mm -hmm. especially around this time. Absolutely. Um, I don't understand why the GTA <laughs> has decided to do a lockdown 
in cities in no do a lockdown in toronto but hasn't done a lockdown for a city or a town that maybe is 20 to 30 minutes away like it just does not make any sense to me like at all it makes no sense no sense it's very strange and annoying and and yet schools are open still in toronto schools are open daycares are open community centers are somewhat open like it just does not make any sense to me Walmart is open, Shoppers is open, where there's, there's people still coming in. And then when I go to the malls in the places that are open, they actually have security at each entrance. Yo, Mon- dude, it's a lineup. It's a lineup to get into Von Mills Mall. Yeah. Do you know how pissed I was when I realized that? Because it's like, we even as buyers, we have to just go to these malls that we don't typically go to, like out exactly. on the outskirts. And I'm just like, what do you mean line? You realize it's cold out here? Exactly. I was so pissed. So if they're doing lines like that in these malls, why can't they just do lines like that at Eaton Center? Lines like that at right. your And still allow us access. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. And everything's getting spread out. But if you're, you're literally bringing COVID to other areas does that make sense coordination and here's and here's the thing all (laughs) of us who quote unquote can't get into malls in our cities we're just going to other cities like even though they don't want you to do that there's no way that people are staying home people are taking the drives to oshawa to markville mall to burlington wherever we need to go to get our jobs done or to do Christmas shopping. That's just what it is right now. It's ridiculous. And many of these these um, businesses will not survive. And it sucks. It's yeah, sad. sad. So this holiday season, um, really support local shops. Um, shout out to Studio D. Um, they are on Young Street. Um, I've <clears throat> I've um, used some of their pieces for CityLine. Um, the owners are Black, and they've had the business for quite some time. And um, they're really feeling it right now. I was talking to the owner today. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's just really, really sad. Like, okay, you have the curbside pickup, but still like most people are very like they want to come in they want to touch they want to feel they want to try on so it sucks so that offer good tip is to support small businesses across the city because it's very 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 important at the moment get gift cards if like for like even salons Mm -hmm. get a gift card yeah like it's whatever they got just it's just a really trying time a tricky time right now and um my second tip is to i think it has to relate to um the situation that i was explaining that i was in in terms of not being afraid to move on (laughs) to Mm -hmm. another job Mm -hmm. and um not really like knowing that it's not personal Mm-hmm. It's just the nature of the game. And um, yeah, don't really prolong it because the way I was going, 
<laughs> I was looking at it at the time. I was just like, holy crap, it's two weeks. I got to say this now because mm-hmm. I found out about the job, I'd say about a day or two before. And I'm literally like on pins and needles, like, how am I going to say this? How am I going to say this? How am I going to say this? <laughs> Rip so... the Band-Aid off, girl. Rip the Band-Aid off and get your money. That's Honestly. really what it is. So, yeah, just being up front and just going in there and saying what's up and just laying it on the line and rip the Band-Aid off and keep it moving. Yeah, because you know how I've been, you know what has helped me? Because I was certainly that same way in the past, like just really, I've really just recently come into a place of like, you know, just really saying it like it is and not like, you know, going around the thing as much as I used to when I was like younger or a few years ago, whatever. And I just started to start every situation in my head with the question, what is the worst that could happen? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And honestly, it's been really like freeing for me because it's like, when I ask myself that question and whatever I think the worst could happen, if it's something that I know I can handle, then I'm like, I'm okay. You know what I mean? Like, so in that situation with you at work, it's like, what's the worst that could happen? They feel like, oh my God, Janelle has no loyalty. She left or, or, you know, but the, at the end of the day, you know, in show business, the show must go on. Yes. So they're going to find somebody to do the job there. You're going to go, you know what I mean? Like at the it's end true. of the day. And like you said, you got to look up, look out for numero uno, because you got goals and plans and ambitions financially, like everybody else. Mm-hmm. So. Facts, facts, facts. So yes, but yeah, those are my tips. Well, thank you guys for listening, for rocking with us. I don't even know how long it's been now. It feels like it's been three hours. Um, and that's okay. Um, but yeah, hit us up. You know, we are, this will probably be like our second last episode um, yes. for the year. And, you know, we're going to take our time for ourselves and our families and see y'all back in the new year. Um Mm-hmm, in a mm-hmm. in a few weeks um but um yeah my my quote oh yeah like hit us up you know all the all the regular shit behind the stage you know mm-hmm. don't be shy um we definitely want to hear from you guys but we will be implementing some new vibes in the new year um just yes. to to get this thing popping and, and bringing um, back some old vibes and bringing back some old vibes so definitely stay tuned for that my uh quote is very simple it is if it costs you your peace it's too expensive mm-hmm. and I didn't get that from anyone or anywhere. So I'm going to just claim that one. (laughs) I just feel like it's something I was saying conversations. But um, yeah, plain and simple. You know what I mean? I think this year more than any, we've just learned how valuable, you know, our peace is to maintain, you know, no anxiety, no stress unnecessarily. And um, yeah. So the minute you feel out of your zen and your feng shui or whatever you got going on, it's too much. Mm-hmm. Too much. And that's on um, period. 
Mm -hmm. I've been listening to City Girls. Clearly. (laughs) Here I am going to be like, period. Period. Okay. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't City Girls if there's not a T on the end. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, guys, that's it. All right. Yo. Somebody show me.